Khalashing for Khalas? Want to bry or fine dine? Stay tuned to High FM on 101.9. Join Adrian Bagatti for Essen Fresen, Tuesday mornings from 11 a.m., where it's all about the food. Good morning and welcome to the SN Fresen show on High FM 101.9. I'm Adrian Bugatti and in studio, well, on, on Zoom with me is Chantelle Lascaris, who I've interviewed before about her beautiful cookbooks, which I absolutely loved, which was the series of all sorts. Love those. And she's come out with a new book and I was so excited to receive this book. This book is Salads. I'm not very good with salads. I stick to the boring classics which you have put in here. So welcome, Chantal. And I'm so glad to have you back on here. Adrian, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I was so excited when I saw this book come out and the salads in. And you've put the classics, which are the ones I know, <laughs> and the ones we use, you know, um, so like the Caprese salad. But you've given them a little bit of a twist, I think, some of them. Like, like sort of look definitely better than when I make them. So that's, you know, the bean salad. Everybody knows a bean salad, but mine was always three beans from a tin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've shown you, you can do that and put some fresh stuff in as well and it immediately lifts it. Yes, yes. So that's why I said yours just looks so much nicer. Um, And you put a dressing on yours, which I never have. I just, I don't know. I'm not sure why. I just never did. Um, Greek salad, I love. And you've got like the normal, the coleslaw, which is like a standard in every South African home, I think. Because exactly. what goes better with a bra? You can't have one without the other. <laughs> yes. So, so that was, that was an amazing thing. And then there was a new salad. You, you said it was your mom's recipe and your grandmother's recipe, an onion salad. Now, I've never thought of making a salad out of onions. Never. It's a great salad. Because you can actually make it beforehand also, yes. which is, for me, always added bonus, especially Absolutely. if you're talking about having a bride. You want to be able to make stuff that you can leave for a little bit and then just whip it out the fridge as and when you need it. Yeah. And it's actually a very, a really tasty recipe. It does have a bit of sugar in it, which, um, you know, so it's not the healthiest of salads. But if you think of our grandmothers, they, they tended to cook, well, my grandmothers yes. definitely tended to cook fair amount of sugar so you know you can always substitute it if you need to yeah no not in my house I, I am a sugar addict I admit it and I will probably remain that way I love my pasta and I found that easier to give up than my sugar so we're keeping the sugar there's a whole book of recipes and you've got the, the dressings in I mean it's 170 pages of salads like where do you come up with ideas for so many beautiful salads it takes a bit of time, I must be honest, and it takes a lot of testing. So what you see in the book, there's probably 50% more or be 100% more that actually never made it. Oh, wow. So my husband, my husband jokes with me because he's like my chief taster. Yes. And he says he's grown cauliflower ears and a carrot nose because <laughs> he has eaten sinners until he doesn't know what to do with himself anymore. <laughs> so it's really just experimenting and having fun in the kitchen. And yeah. out of it came the salad. Uh, the, the, like, um, I, I know like for a lot of people, you know, who who don't experiment with food flavors, for me, the best part about this book is the flavors, the mixtures, the things that I would never think of. You've got the B3 ways with baby marrow and rocket. Now, all three of those things are things I love. I would never have stuck them together. Like wouldn't have entered my head. So how do you come up with 
like the combinations that you know would go well. I mean, I understand the rocket because of the peppery flavor, the baby marrow kind of, but I still wouldn't put them together. But baby marrow with salt and pepper is great. I think that's what the book is all about, is actually looking at different ingredients. And actually, for me, there's no ingredient that can't actually go into a salad. So that's, you know, if you've got that as your your sort of starting point, then it's a lot of fun to actually try different things. And and that's what I want people to enjoy about it is to say, oh, gosh, I've never thought of it like that. Let me try yes. it. And then. The best part would be is in a couple of months when you say, Chantal, that's one of my favorite recipes and I always use it. I'm so glad the book came out for summer because I am so looking forward to trying these recipes. You know, it, it just, oh, the avocado, artichoke and tomato, they just probably have that as an entire meal. I, I would just make that my lunch because those are like things I love. And I mean, there were some obviously that I'm not going to be able to make or that I'm going to look for substitutes for. The shrimp one, I'll probably do the vegan. They, they have those prawn style pieces. I'm going to give it a bash with that because... I mean, that Absolutely. looks beautiful, you know, and the fatouche and the quinoa. But that's the point is to see something and then go, oh, gosh, okay, so maybe I don't eat this, but I, oh, I know what I can substitute it with. Yeah. And and that's what's, what I want you to experience and, and enjoy. They just, like, as I'm paging through, I'm going, okay, I want, I'm going to have to try this and, and I'm going to have to try this and I'm going to have to try that. And so, like, the midsummer blueberry and spinach, spinach salad, once again, it's like, not stuff I would think of. Apples in salad, my kids have always complained, why does my mother stick apples in her green salad? <laughs> you know, it could never work out. Why would she put apples in a salad? Uh, my kids are not big apple eaters. <laughs> so, you know, like, yeah, so the blueberries are very popular in my house. Baby spinach, very popular in my house. And depending on the apple and which child I'm looking at at the time would also go down well. Um, but like even the charred greens, um, like your three ingredient salad, that is like fantastic. And then I came, I mean, the kalumi, I love kalumi, especially when you fry it. So, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, um, that, that's getting a test out. Um, but you even made a breakfast salad. Well, exactly. You can easily, I mean, if you think about it, a Caesar salad has egg in it. Yeah. So why can't we find a few more other ingredients that you would traditionally expect with breakfast? And just make it more colorful and and a bit more crunchy and just throw in a few greens. I think it's got rockets in it, yes. got mushrooms in it. It's got chickpeas. It's got watercress. And, I think that's yeah, watercress. And, and then I like the spice from the farissa paste. You know, that's just so nice. Exactly. And, and the chickpeas. I mean, I have family members who will open the can of chickpeas and just eat them, like out of the can, you know, like. Don't worry about salad, salad dressing, cook like walk. That's how we're eating them. It's just such such a lot of new and different ways to like serve a side dish for summer. You know, I, I think that's probably why I don't do salads often is because I'm stuck on the old lettuce, tomato, cucumber salad and no variety. Whereas here, you know, and after work, I don't feel like making hot sides. Hot black supper is bad enough. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Well, that that's the, a lovely big section of the book that's made up of vegetarian yes. salads. So easily use those as sides. But what I've also wanted to do is introduce the concept that a salad be your main course. Yes. So you don't have to always get home and say, oh, now I'm going to make a salad plus something else. 
I'm yeah. saying put it all together. You've got one meal ready to serve to the family. So you can use some yeah. chicken or you can use fish. And then yeah. you're getting enough protein to feel full and satisfied for a dinner. That's or a absolutely. main course, whether it's yeah, no, no, uh, yeah, definitely. I know my family are big fans of the edamame beans. Love those, um, you know, to snack on. And here you, and when I found the salad in the recipe that was edamame, uh, mango and chickpea salad, like I can't wait to try this because these are all the things that my family eat, which means I know I'm going to be able to make a salad that even the vegetable eater, the non-vegetable eater, should I say, are going to eat. Um, you know, so, so those, those were like really the nice, you know, and, and something different, the, you've got a zingy carrot salad in here as well. You know, it's such a different way to serve carrots because I always look at the carrots in my fridge and go, why did I buy you again? Well, my mother buys carrots because we've got horses next door ah. and she gives them to the horses. But <laughs> <So. laughs> no I'm trying to use them in different, they don't just go to the horses. They have to come to me as well. I have yes. to also use them. Definitely, definitely. Whether you are chalishing for chalas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fresen with Adrian Bugatti. It's all about the food. Welcome back. You're listening to Adrian Bugatti, and my guest today is Chantal Lascaris, and we're talking about her beautiful new salad book. I'm going to take a break from raving over the salads for a moment to get Chantal's inspiration where did the idea from to make a salad book come from and you know it actually started a while ago I started off my sort of new venture into writing cookbooks by writing a, a book called all sorts of salads yes and that actually started a whole series of cookbooks I never expected that to happen to be honest yeah but that was so popular that it developed into four different cookbooks, which is amazing, and I'm very happy about that. Yes. And because the salad book was so popular, I thought, and Penguin said to me, well, why don't you write another one? And we thought, okay, that's that's great, but let's not do it in the same format. And that's yeah. why this book is now an A4 size. It's hardcover. It's got yes. a completely different feel to to the all sorts range. Yes, it does. But it's, it still follows the same ethos of all sorts, where it's got to be readily available ingredients. Yes. Because really, I write cookbooks, dare I say, for myself. Yes. Because I'm a home, I'm a self-taught cook. I can't yes. call myself a chef. Yeah. I can't chop like a chef. I chop my fingers off if I had to try and do it like they do. Yes. So these recipes are easy and you know, ingredients that you don't have to go and look up. I mean, the hardest word I think is edamame. Yes. People to and that's know just and, and quinoa. But now we're getting to know those words. So those are probably the most unusual words or ingredients yes. that people might say, oh gosh, what is that? But yes. otherwise, you know all the ingredients, you've got them in your pantry or in your fridge. Yes. And for me, eating salads is just such a healthy, beautiful way of eating. I love the way it's so colorful. I think that's one of yeah. the also one of the amazing things about salads that they can be so colorful. Yeah. And I always say to people, if you want to be healthy, eat the rainbow. So Absolutely. it covers as many colors as you can. So that, that's really why. Yeah, because I mean, I often look through the recipe books and, and I've got a couple of shelves full. I think, first of all, some of my books are very old. Um, they're like 1960s, 1970s. And maybe up to 80s, um, even like a woman's weekly one. 
and the salad was yes, just like ugh, like dodgy like stodgy and uninspiring and uh, in this one when I opened and I just saw like I know a lot of people don't don't actually like raw tuna my family or seared tuna the steaks in my house mm. if my son could have it like every day the only fish he would eat is tuna, tuna or, sa or salmon he wouldn't eat any other fish because he loves those two like you know my family don't like fish but they'll eat that you know so so I just love the lots of the tuna the tuna salads for those who are listening so there's a beautiful pasta salad made with tuna steaks I will tell you now it is not a budget-friendly recipe but it looks amazing <laughs> But then again, if you are on a budget, use another type of fish. Yes, yeah. You know, a, a less one. Yeah, so I, I mean, that, that goes... for those who don't know, you can eat hake raw. Um, Chavichas are often made with hake, so that's not a problem. Um, but I just absolutely, like, I would really, I mean, I've never had them, but I would really like to be able to say, uh, like I'm looking at the, the the scallops every time I see in a, a recipe like or on a cooking show like like wonder like I wonder what I could do so the w closest I've done is to do a firm white fish as a scallop um, and cut it into circles <laughs> so that it just oh, there you go. <laughs> just so that I could like pretend. Um, Oysters, yeah. Put, yeah. But I want to put something slightly exotic, you know, something that's a little different yes. into it. Unfortunately, scallops in this country are hard to, very hard to come, to come by. by. Yeah. You know, if you're in, yeah, if you live in the Northern Hemisphere, you'll find them on um, restaurant menus all the time and they're not the exorbitant price that they are yes. here. But yeah. Uh, it's for me, every time I see one overseas or if I'm traveling, then I see scallops, then I have to try some. Yes. So I thought it had to go into the book as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I got a, um, I think it was Jamie Oliver's budget cooking book. And one of the first recipes is a whole, like almost an entire side of salmon. I'm like, what budget are you on? <laughs> but, <laughs> and then I remembered like, you know, in England, it's not actually an expensive fish. So, so that's not, but I like the, the variety of like the fish and the vegetables that have gone with it. Um, and I think the fish one is to me like a special occasion type uh, salads. Um, just all of them, you know, um, just they, well, maybe it's just because the pictures look so good. Um, but the, the, you've got one, the smoked trout and tahini. Um, like I said, I'll, um, before the interview, there's a prawn skewer salad. I am definitely going to be trying that with the vegan prawn pieces or vegan style prawn style pieces um, to see if, you know, it, I know it's not going to taste the same, but I think it's going to make a nice, you know, it gives it that nice difference of flavor. Um, I know. And then my son got quite excited when he saw his tuna and wasabi salad, he loves the spice. He loves the tuna. He's a happy man if I make this one. So, so yeah, he's, it's a, a nice idea to put in a little bit of wasabi into into mm. a salad. You know, you normally necessarily do so, really so. well together. So I thought, okay, well, let's make a salad out of it. Yeah, um, they're just. Um, I'm I'm going up to the bush soon, and I 
definitely am doing some of these recipes up there um you know because like just such amazing ideas and i like the fact that the apricots most of the time you've used dried apricots when you did the fruit with the apricot which i like because those are a little easier to you know they don't go mushy and kind of easier to do um, exactly but there's just absolutely like so much in this book that we could do with you know with the stuff and it's easy like you said it's easy ingredients to get hold of so that's a big yeah. bonus because when we get and it's and it's in south african measurements so when we you know i always complain we get these recipe books which have these wonderful recipes you can't use and and know, you you can, to... yeah you've got to convert exactly as soon as you you use it you've got to convert i mean the duck salad like i love duck um that is my birthday meal it's the only time of the year okay. we get duck mostly because i have very large eaters and duck doesn't go far no, it doesn't. so so that's right so um this is something new for me to try because i like normally just do the plain old peking sticky duck sort of thing <laughs> you know that's like the standard fare but i'd love to try this one because it's something new it's something different you know i'll do the sticky duck with the rest of the duck and i'll use the breast for the chicken for the salad um you know that's, that, that that's the best part i just I, you know i mean it sounds so silly to gush over recipes on salads but honestly that's what it should be about you know it's like it's trying to make the salad you know everyone just sort of puts the salad to the side quite literally yes. and i'm saying no you know let it be the hero of the meal and yeah. we're not we're not always used to that so you know it's a bit of a of an education in a way to say no come on these things they deserve more than than sort of being put on the side and everyone raves about the the brine meat and nobody yes. talks about how delicious the salads are and i'm um, saying no that's it that, that's exactly it um there's a salad um um probably i would obviously change it to chicken you've got a pork a vietnamese pork chat uh, salad and i just love the flavors i always like the vietnamese flavors and the thai flavors um in food anyway but it's just looks you know it's such i'm like excited to be able to try it even though i'm going to be using chicken you know um i think chicken's a great substitute there's really no no yeah. issue with that yeah. sort of thing because what you're doing is with the like the vietnamese one you're actually marinating it Yes. So all those flavors that you would get in the pork is now being absorbed into the chicken and That's it'll it. make the chicken really really tasty. And yes. then the dressing also got that Asian Asian feel to it. So you're just carrying that that whole feeling through into in, in the entire recipe. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean I was looking at the the Sunday salad with the roast beef and potato um you know like i'm looking at the roast beef it looks delicious we love roast beef in this house so and it's a nice thing to use on the odd occasion that i have left over roast beef to slice it up and just to make something light but filling for a, a lunch on the weekend you know um 
and it comes with baby potatoes and those are healthy it's got it yeah um you keep the skins on on the potatoes Always. that's it. so you're getting all your nutrients coming through so it's like like having that old-fashioned sunday roast yeah but you're having it in a salad version and and i mean yeah. quite a South african summer way. version exactly <laughs> South African version. <laughs> yeah, like all the ideas. And then, I mean, most of us think of salads as health food. Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. Welcome back. You're listening to the Essen Fressen show with Adrian Bagatti and my guest in studio or on Zoom is Chantal Lestaris. And I am gushing over her newest cookbook which is the ultimate salad book there are the most amazing salads for people to try really gives you a different perspective on salad as i was saying you know we always think of salad as these like diet food type things but your salads just look so yummy and i don't think they feel like diet salads no i mean I, they're not meant to feel like that you mean mm. to be inspired and and go oh my gosh I, you know I never thought of putting this together with that flavor just by accident you should be eating healthily yeah you know it's not it's not the the driving force behind the salads it's just no. because they're all such healthy ingredients you will naturally be eating better than if you weren't some yes. of the salads are a little healthier than others to be yes, honest obviously. if you are watching your weight and you're worried about weight then maybe don't do the halloumi cheese one yeah <laughs> Well, that's it. Um, <laughs> so, so that that's one of the things that that um, like the wine salad, like these are almost, I, I don't know, kind of like cocktail salads, dessert salads. I don't know your fruit salads. I mean, they're not fruit salads. Um, like, I really, I'm definitely going to experiment with the minty mousse because that's the berries and mint and lemon juice, lots of sugar. Yay! Lots of whipped cream, <laughs> double yay. Um, you know, um, the gelatine powder, I would use agar egg. It works really, really well. And it just looks like what a nice way, even if you do them, I mean, it's, I know it's very sweet, but it would be beautiful as like instead of a fruit salad for dessert. Well, exactly. And I mean, I've, I've photographed it. We've got the photograph where it's in little glasses. Yeah. But to make it a little healthier, is put less mousse in and garnish it with more of the berries. Right. So it's how much of it you want to eat. You know, you don't mm. have to have 250 mils of mousse. Yeah. You know, you, you have like a, a little quarter cup of it and there's lots of berries on top, then it's still relatively healthy. Yeah, yes. No, no. So that's the, that's the other one. Um, the blueberries and cherry one, I mean... I like, you know, um, the Contro. Uh, I'd probably make an orange syrup instead of the Contro um, for those who don't want alcohol. Or leave it out completely because it's got lemon juice and honey and mint. That's oh, all you so, need. Yeah. The berries and the cherries carry all the flavor. So it just gives it a, a you know, just sort of almost makes it glisten. Yeah. Absolutely. And the caramel oranges. Oh my goodness. Like who would have thought caramel and orange? That that's like amazing. And there's some interesting, you know, the, the pina colada salad. So that was like I was very interested in that. <laughs> it's very tropical, very summery, very sunny. Um, 
you know, and it's the bright yellows that, and it's the stuff we've got, you know, gooseberries, gooseberries are available everywhere now. And, and pineapple is everywhere at the moment as well. So it's just so nice that, and refreshing. And perfect and perfect for summer. Mm. You know, so it's got a little bit, bit of the coconut cream in it and a little bit of, of whipped cream and the pan, crushed pineapple. And that kind of gives it that pina colada feel to it. Yes. Hence, hence the name. yes um what i did like was the picture uh, the watermelon surprise i think what is the surprise those yummy wafers the biscuits that come with it <laughs> <laughs> there's the sugar again <laughs> that's supposed to be optional <laughs> <laughs> that's not optional um you know so there's there's and you haven't only kept to, uh, to fruits there's the kiwi ice cream as well um which we love in this house. My my family, um, I often make a kiwi sorbet, and they that's like one of their favorite ice creams. But you've taken other recipes like our normal, like we said right at the beginning, the caprese salad, um, and you've actually turned that one on your head by sticking peaches and plums in it instead of normal salad ingredients. Exactly. Uh, you must give it a try because it's actually one of my one of my favorites. And then to add a little bit of extra sweetness, it's got a little bit of balsamic reduction yeah. if you want to add it. But yeah. it's just quite a fun way of, of presenting something or sort of after a meal because you are you know, you do dessert and then you can do cheese. So yeah. I kind of went, Well, let's put it all together yes. on one plate. Yes. And, and just you know, and I like that, like the, the basil and the mozzarella, you know give it the caprese salad part and then you've got your peaches and your plums which are going to make it dessert and then truffles truffles um <laughs> yes truffles truffles are good truffles are very good um so you know um i love the the idea of turning granadilla into a treat you know um we like, I like granadilla, you know, I could sit there with a whole six pack and just cut them in half and sip with my teaspoon. But I like the idea of turning it into and coating it with chocolate and, you know, turning it into something, a surprise, something beautiful and different. And um, that, that also comes with, with the strawberries to, to bring in a little bit more of the, of the fruit elements. So it's taking <laughs> traditional um what you would expect from a dessert but just putting in a little bit more of the the fruit side of things into yeah. it so so that that's um yeah I, you know i just love that um and then obviously the dressings the the whole section on dressings well two pages of dressings um and they're so easy and they're such nice flavors the honey mustard dressing cucumber and mint cucumber and mint is like it's the perfect combination, you know. Yeah, it's perfect it's, for the hot summer days. Yes. I believe it's boiling, so. Yeah, we're sitting in the 30s at the moment. Um, yeah, it, it's, I don't mind the heat, but even I'm starting to struggle a little. Um, you know, I, I start, when it gets to about 30, I do start to struggle. So, so loving, it, these salads are just, like perfect for now where I'm doing the cooking at home. I want stuff that's easy. I want stuff that's quick. And I want stuff that's refreshing and not heavy after 
being at work and then sitting in a hot car, you want something light but filling. Exactly. And stuff that you've got already got in your fridge, got in your pantry, you know, and something that doesn't have to take too long. There are some recipes that do take longer, obviously, yeah. but a lot, of, a lot of them are really easy to put together. And that's really what I want people to get out of it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I thought of, if, if you give me permission, I'd love to share one of the recipes with the listeners out there. Um, the sesame dressed black bean and lentil salad. Um, and that's on page 56. Um, because it's such a simple salad um, to make that it just, and it, it's lentils and black beans are so filling and they're just really good foods for, for your energy. And so they are perfect, whether it's lunch or supper as a full meal, um, you know, and I use in my house, we use a lot of black beans. We use a lot of lentils, um, you know, in all sorts of ways. Um, so, so that's why I just loved the idea of this. So um, I'm going to just read it out and then I will post this. Thank you to Chantal Ascaris on the website after the show. Um, so it's a half a can of brown lentils drained and rinsed, one can of black beans drained and rinsed, a red pepper diced, half a small red onion diced, one large tomato diced, one cup of rough, roughly chopped fresh coriander, yum, that's the main ingredients for the salad. The um, dressing has more ingredients, but it's probably quicker to make because it's done with a, with a stick blender. So I like that part. Uh, or a whisk if you if you're really into that which in my house we have a, a, a trainee chef so he prefers the whisk and it's a tablespoon of soy sauce three tablespoons of olive oil a tablespoon of rice wine vinegar half a tablespoon of sesame oil half a tablespoon of lemon juice a tablespoon of honey a quarter tablespoon of crushed garlic a quarter tablespoon of grated fresh ginger one to well, a half to one teaspoons of sriracha, depending on how hot and spicy you like it, and then a tablespoon of water. And for the dressing ingredients, you whisk them all together. Um, you add them then to your lentils, your black beans, your red peppers, the onion, tomato that you've put into a bigger bowl, um, and you then scatter your chopped uh, coriander over it and to me that sounds like the perfect meal on a hot summer's night so little there's no cooking involved which is no it's just I think the, as you said is the hardest thing I think is whisking all the ingredients together yeah. and you know what I'd probably use my stick blender <laughs> even better <laughs> much easier yeah um you know it, it's just Obviously, I'd probably make a double quantity because I'm assuming these are all for four people. Correct. That's right. right. Yeah. So I, I would definitely have to double up on that. Okay. These recipes are amazing. So excited about this book. Um, I cannot wait. I, like I only got it on Friday. So I, I'm still, <laughs> haven't tried any recipes yet, but I can't wait. 
Um, I'm looking forward to doing that. What's next for Chantal Oscaris? Or do you not know yet? <laughs> I don't know yet. I think I'm going to get over this year. I think we've all had a hell of a, quite a long year. It has been but a long year. It's been a long year for a lot of us. But I think I'm just going to to enjoy. I've just renovated my kitchen. Oh. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to spending some time in a kitchen where everything works. And I don't have to go up steps and down steps and to my garage, to my deep freeze. <laughs> I feel like I'm grown up now. I've got a proper kitchen. So I'm going to spend time just enjoying my kitchen and let's see what actually, what comes out of it and what, what new ideas it can Um, inspire. It's, you know what, I can't wait. I know the new kitchen, like that is my dream. It's on my wish list. It's on my dream board and everything. My son always says to me, just remember when you get the new kitchen, you want one where you can get all the pots and I don't have to come and get them out. (laughs) Because it's always the cast iron pot and it's always on the bottom. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. But but that is, got these books, so you're going to take it easy now. Any travel plans now that we're allowed to travel again? Or... I'm, hoping, I'm hoping so, Adrian. We, we, my husband has a daughter in Australia who he yes. hasn't seen for years, so we're okay. hoping Australia will grant us permission to go and visit. Yes. And uh, so we'll hopefully go and see her, and I can see what's happening on the Australian um, foodie scene because they, they're sort of quite strong into the Asian fusion Yes. Um, so that should be quite fun to, to see what happens there. And if I'm, oh, I'm really hoping that I can go back to, to Greece next year. Oh, nice. Enjoy the Mediterranean. So yes. let, let, let's see what the new year holds. Yes, I, I, I know with Australia, it's the Asian flavors and they've become, I would love to be able to get some of the Australian native ingredients because that's like a big thing in Australia now as well, is a move to the more native ingredients. And it's probably something, I mean, we don't, maybe it's something it needs to be looked into. Native ingredients here don't sound as exciting. I mean. I think because they're familiar to us. Maybe. That must be it. I mean, Vata Blomikis, does anybody still use those? I mean, can you even get them anymore? I mean, I can. In the Cape. Right, it's still quite popular. We've got guys um, selling them on the side, side of the road, little packets of them. I was in a a restaurant recently and they had Vater Blomikis done sort of in a very gourmet way. Oh, wow. They were delicious. So, yeah. Yeah. Because I only know Vater Blomikis Briari, the only one I know. No, no, this was, they were fried and there was, I think it was in a risotto and it was absolutely delicious. I was very inspired. I thought I must get some for myself, but I got the. So, so those (laughs) are the kind of things that, that, I mean, I think um, a lot of the ingredients we've got here, we need to sort of look at in a different way as well, because we are so used to it, um, which you've done definitely in your book, um, looking at like the plain old beetroot in a whole new, like a new way. I mean, for us, beetroot is sort of beetroot salad and vinegar, or I do it roasted with garlic in the oven, and that's my beetroot. You know, but here you've given like different ways to do it. Um, you know, I just, I think that that's something that we as South Africans need to relook at our, our native ingredients and relook at the way we cook them and the way we mm. serve them. Like, um, what did I buy the other day? Madumbis. Like, and it was a waste of money because I don't know how to cook them properly. And 
they didn't come out they came out very watery and they weren't really good and i think that's we need to learn how to i mean they're plentiful they're cheap we need to learn how to use them um and there's other like calabashes and stuff like that that we should that you know are fun to try you know but absolutely you know, new flavors long ago and i did i thought no i have to go and try the um if you've ever heard of a walkie-talkie yes um, yes so i i thought okay well let me go and try this it was it was quite different but yeah. i thought no i have to i have to experiment and, and yeah. see what what so, other colloquial things are out there that that aren't necessarily a, yeah. that familiar that's me. it for people who don't know what a walkie-talkie is it's the chicken head and the feet um in my house it's um a favorite in my house, especially in soup or, or with like a, is chicken feet, the runaways. The runaways, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I've got a couple of family members who love runaways. Runaways okay, and well, they, Okay, well, you're ahead of me. <laughs> so I, I, no, I don't eat it. <laughs> Just, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the same with the giblets. Like, you know, everybody eating the giblets and I'm like, that's nice. But on the other hand, I like liver. There you go. Chicken liver pate. And yeah. I, in one of my books, a very nice chicken liver pate. And that, that I really enjoy. Yeah. But um, give me so, like a liver piece. No, 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 no I do a piece of ox liver with a fried egg and fried onions. And yeah. I'm a happy cat. So, but I don't I'll do take it the often. Fried onions. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Um, this is Adrian Bugatti, and I've been talking to Chantal Oscaris about her newest cookbook, um, raving about it, in fact, because I have fallen in love with this book. I cannot wait. There are very few cookbooks, I have to admit, that I do get this excited about. And I have a huge range. But this one came, and I, like, just so you know, I have never posted an Instagram reel, ever. And when I saw what was what it was from, who it was from, I actually set my camera up to record it, and that was my very first ever Instagram reel, because I oh, was just you. so excited. Um, <laughs> nobody could see my face because I didn't have a somebody who could help me film the thing and still open the box at the same time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was very, but it was, I, I, you know, I've got one of your other cookbooks which I've loved and I've used over the years. Um, you know, and I love, you know, doing the, I think my, the one I've got on my shelf is the one dish wonders, all sorts of one dish wonders. I love that one. Um, because one dish for me is just, yeah, that's ultimate cooking. This has been an amazing talk, talking to you about all your recipes. I just, well, I'm sure you can hear I'm very excited about it. I want to try it. I can't wait to try it. And I can't wait to see what happens next. Um, what's your next inspiration? Hopefully your trip to Australia will inspire the next book and we will get something even more amazing than you've already put out in the last four books. And this one now, number five. So for people needing a um, year-end gift for, for people who they want to get it, where are the books available? So they'll, they're available at all leading bookstores. They're available online. Oh, so wonderful. they're pretty much um, readily available now. They'll also be available in Woolies, which is great. So you oh, can do your shopping and get a, get a book at the same time. Yes. So 
you you should be able to find him oh, okay no that's great because i think it's if you've got people who like actually i think if this one if you've got people who not so happy with cooking either this would be a perfect book because it's you know salads don't seem as scary to people i think as having to cook an actual meal these salads it's just so adventurous and such fun you know thank you so, let's so. hope people enjoy it <laughs> yes yeah no I, I i'm so looking forward to doing starting my, my playing with playing with your cookbook <laughs> so, thank you very much send more photos on instagram please. <laughs> i will definitely i will definitely so thank you very much for this it, it's it's been great speaking to you again um, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes next. Thank you. And I hope the rest of this year is restful, peaceful, and not too hot. And for you too. And thank, thank you so you. much for having me. It's been such fun. It has. Thank you so much.